Hey, 282Fers, we're back. It's Thursday. Again, you know how we do it. We're still wearing the same clothes from Tuesday. It's that much closer to Friday. We're here with Michael Carrillo. Hey. Mikey Vibe. Feel the vibe. Look him up. <laughs> up. Mikey Vibe, Deer Vibes, Michael J, and the Foxes. Hey, if you saw part one, he played us out with a badass song. Badass. Part two, I'm requesting. I'm going to sing this time. <laughs> I'm requesting Worm Does Not Sing, and I'm going to request a song that I liked when I first saw him in concert, and hopefully he grants it. But with that said, we're going to uh, sit back, buckle up, let's go too hard, too fast. Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard. Too fast. Welcome back to Too Hard Too Fast Podcast. Cheers. 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 <laughs> the podcast of the century. <laughs> Since we're talking about high school, one thing we always ask people from San Antonio, what high, what high school did you go to? Uh Judson. Judson. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> nah, just joking, bro. I, I didn't grow up in San Antonio, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, me neither. So I just the thing since you know I live in San Antonio now, Worm used to live in San Antonio. Yeah. One thing that we learned is birds, you always ask what high school you went yeah, to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, if, with that too, like uh in this in this area where Judson is, I mean, there was like maybe three bands that were like lived in the little neighborhoods around here and I was in one of them, you know, and then, but I didn't really know about the San Antonio music scene until I started playing downtown and met other people that were from the other sides of town that like, um, just had a different grasp on, on certain things. I mean, of course, like metal's a big thing here all over everywhere. Um, and, and, you know, same with the punk stuff, but, uh, but I met some friends that, uh pretty much showed me like a whole different you know the indie rock music at that time um and had that never happened i mean i i don't know i it would be completely different now you know but it's just crazy from from one side of a town to another like you know you don't even know what else is out there as even even for a small but big town as san antonio you know yeah for sure and i think i need to say when i went for judson it wasn't because i think judson's bad it was i was gonna I make the confusing Jetson with jefferson i don't know which one's worse <laughs> okay, that was, no oh, is it? oh i don't know bro <laughs> i don't know either i don't know either i didn't go to, I, didn't go to high school. I, I was gonna make the same reaction no matter what he said i know me too <laughs> yeah um and i think hey, when can... i tell people where so i'm from el paso I grew up in raising el paso uh, and i hate when i meet someone Wait. else from el paso and i tell them oh i'm from the Valley, they're like oh and I'm like, damn, screw you, dude. I'm proud of my high school. <laughs> they think it's all ghetto. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm a conquistador. <laughs> What's a Jetson? What's their mascot? The Rockets. Jetson Rockets. Rockets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if, if music wasn't going to be your thing, what else were you going to... Or actually, did you... Right out of high school, pursue music, or what did you pursue right out of high school? 
Uh, right out of high school, I was uh, running sound for bands at, at bars and venues downtown. So that's kind of how I started really getting more into the music scene here, which led to uh, working at bars and, and for people like that at, at different places, promoters and, and stuff like that, which, which kind of in turn led me to where I am now. Uh, that was kind of the next step, I guess, taking that from playing in a band to promoting events, running sound for the bands, and then eventually becoming a bartender and bar manager, that sort of thing. Nice. Well, since you mentioned that, bro, um, I I, uh, I stalked you on Instagram, bro. Your first post was on May 27, 2014, bro. <laughs> all the way back, right? Anyways, I saw you posted something in 2016 uh, that you were bartending at some place. Um, was that your first bartending, I guess, gig? Or oh, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, prob- probably. I mean, in, in, uh, well, I was bartending before. The- oh, wait, I don't know. Yeah, no, I was bartending before that. Um but it was at the place. There's one place I worked called the 1011. It was, um, and that was from 2008 to 2016. That's where I worked running for running sound for bands, booking events and, and then bartending there, but they were just a beer bar at the time. So it wasn't like crazy, like cocktail stuff yet or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, but it was, ma- it was mainly a music venue, you know, uh, where oh, it was just, as long as there was live music, they were open. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, so that must've been awesome then. Yeah. I mean, well, most of the time, uh, yeah i mean I, I don't hear very good anymore but it's, it's all right <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's the thing that they say like musicians they they lose their because all that loud noises but yeah nowadays don't you like you get i don't know if you do plugs if you or something. With, the, with the plugs in or the the headphones i don't know what it is but like it looks like headphones coming into their ears yeah yeah i mean uh you know it's one of those things where like when you're young, everybody tells you to wear earplugs all the time and yeah, hell you, no. you, you never do. Yeah. It's like wearing a helmet uh, for a bike. Like, hell no. Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> um, in a master in COVID. I'm kidding. Especially if it's a two. Hey, Mike, would you wear this if George gave you one? Yes. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. George, those, give those him are cool. one, bro. <laughs> and give one to his mom too. <laughs> I will. I'll send it. I'll send it. I'll, I'll send it. I'll go to work and give it. Just go to work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I'm kidding. Uh, you have the you have the commercial about wearing the mask, so I had to like. Oh I yeah, to, I had to say it. <laughs> oh, nice. Go away, what will it take to see your brighter day? I wanna stay safe, wanna see your face, and not six feet away. Now you're stuck in bed, we gotta slow the spread. Please hear me when I say it's no hard task just to wear a mask. We shouldn't have to ask, don't make them kick you out. Do it for you, please do it for me, do it for your family and everyone you know for San Antonio. Yeah, so that's you know, so the bar opened in 2016. My bar Ventura opened in 2016, which oh, is okay. that yeah, I saw some yeah. some posts you put on well 2017, but I guess it started in 
Yeah, we opened in, in um, June, well, officially opened in June of 2016, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, 16. And uh, uh, so pretty much I had worked at that place, at that venue, the 1011, from when I was like 18 and then opened Ventura at that same location. Once, they, once the old owners closed uh, or decided that they were just going to close, I, I you know tried to tell them like, hey, I can... I can run this business and, and, you know, gave him some money and did some things. And, um, so you just, uh, like joined a partnership with them. No, I mean, they, they got out of it all together, but we, we had like a, a deal to work out for the couple of years and stuff like that, you know? Wow. That's awesome, man. Shoot. And you're yeah. 18? No, that, no that, that was when I started working for them. Uh, I started okay. working for them at 18 and then probably when I was 27, 26, 27, Whenever, however old I was in 2016, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's when it started. So I'm 31 now, about to, yeah, 31 now. So, <laughs> shoot, hey, that's more than me, dude. I haven't even, I haven't uh, pursued a, a business. So, shoot, Mom, how old are you? How old are you right now? Worry about it, bro. I'm in my 30s. <laughs> what have enough. you done with your life? I haven't done shit, bro. I've done this stupid ass podcast, but <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know, my he well, me, bro. He's the one who gets all the money and all. <laughs> no, well, that, I, two lives versus <laughs> our one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, that's the that's the when you mentioned the COVID jingle, the the COVID song campaign thing that we did for the city. Um, I mean, that's when the bar closed. When the bar said to close because of COVID, that kind of helped me start getting back to my music. Because I mean, I mean, I have a lot of music, and and you know, with the Michael J and the Foxes, which is my country folk band kind of, and then Deer Vibes, and then my solo stuff. I, I kind of put that all on hold like four to five years ago, more or less, you know. And, and so the times that I would play, it was just very few and far between and um, mostly just focusing on the business, you know. So out of this COVID pandemic situation, uh, you know, things like doing the COVID campaign jingle are like the outlet right now. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, making some money, doing some singing, some songs is not a bad thing, but, but it's not like a, you know, it's just a part of what's going on right now, I guess is what I'm saying. You know, it's not like um, the bar hasn't opened back up. So we're just trying, I'm trying to focus on the music right now and and get it out there as soon as I can. Cause I, a couple of years ago, well, pretty much I'm trying to get all of the music that I have on Spotify back on Spotify and Apple music and all that stuff. It's not really too much online at the moment yeah okay. hey sticking with your music so i saw in 2018 i think i was reading it right you got uh, an invitation to go to south uh, play in south by southwest in 2018 yeah uh, dear vibes has played south by southwest official showcases right. that's awesome bro Shoot. yeah Dude, that is awesome hey georgia didn't know that bro <laughs> yeah i do my research bro <laughs> yeah i saw that i'm like wow dude you got an invitation how was that how was that experience well it first was... how did you hear about it how'd you feel and then how was your experience uh, i guess doing it Shoot. Uh, for the past couple of years, um, prior to the times that we played official showcases, because everybody, everybody in Austin and everywhere else goes to Austin to play like unofficial shows, like parties and, and at other venues that are not a part of like the wristband South by Southwest where oh, you have to pay a lot of money to go to there. You know, there's a lot of free events, I guess is what I'm saying. So uh-huh. for a long time, we would just play like um, free events. And one year we actually... Uh, Okay, so one year we applied. I think we applied as early as 
2011 once. Oh, wow. And, and we didn't, we didn't hear anything or whatever. I think my friend, my friend was just like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to send y'all this application in. Uh, and I was like, okay. And uh, just, just recently I was going through our emails and they had said yes in 2011 and we, <gasps> we missed the email. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it in your spam or what? Or you I don't, I, yeah. I don't know where it was. I, it, we were just like, I don't know how we missed it. You know, like, and I, I just think like, man, if we would have played, cause South by Southwest has changed a lot throughout the past year. So I was like, man, if I would have seen that email in 2011, that would have been such a different, different and a better South by Southwest that we could have performed at then, you know, like in the, in the most recent years where like a lot of things have just been changing as far as the dynamic in some ways it's changed for the good. I mean, like a lot of local places and a lot of local bands are doing cool things that are, working with the actual organization um and on the other side of that there's it's just not as rock and roll as it used to be um but yeah so so the first time we played south by southwest officially it was at a cathedral san fernando cathedral i think um we played there both times that we did it officially and uh the first one was cool i mean it was a beautiful like church area pretty much cathedral that like um there's multiple levels so you like take your instruments up or or like there's multiple areas i guess and um i mean it was it was a really cool first experience and then the second time we went back it was even better i mean there's a lot of people that came out to see us and uh what year was the second one at or what year i think that was the latest one the 2018 i think yeah yeah, I think before that we might have done it in 2016 or something like okay. that. I, or or maybe even before that. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. That's all good. Dang. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, those times are cool. It's definitely one of those things, those networking things. I, I actually, uh, in 2008, I think it was the 2018 one, I, I sent an email and I was like, I was like, I don't remember how, however old I was. I'm like, you know, I, I'm 28 years old. I have like 10 people in my band that rely on me to make this not waste their time. Like <laughs> if you could just give us a chance, that would be really cool. You know, like, Please. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, Help out a brother. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I mean, but I like being stupid and dramatic like that for no reason. So, hey, uh, good, bro. yeah, but it, it worked. Like it worked. <laughs> yeah. And, and it worked, you know, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, suckers. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I, I know. With a, you know, I say we have a lot of members, but the members have changed a lot over the years. Um, so, so it really was kind of like I know the band members that we had 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 either just joined us or had been with us for a few years. So anytime that we have a really cool event or our album release that we had at the at the Empire Theater here in town. Um, or just any any big thing. I mean, I really do feel like it's making memories for like these. Some sometimes they're younger younger kids that started off with us in the band, or or you know the older guys in the band now that have been with us for a couple of years. You know, um, so it's always good to like make any progress and be like feel like we're getting somewhere. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. So where's your focus more? Like, are you do? Is your focus more on your solo thing? Uh, Dear vibes or Michael J and the Foxes? Or just like whatever hits. I don't know. Uh, I guess right now, kind of Michael J and the Foxes. The last thing we did, um, the last thing Dear Vibes did was our album release in, in December of 2015. And then I opened Ventura in 2016. 
so like I said, for like that four years that it's been, uh, haven't been very active. So I have like a lot of Michael J and the Foxes material that's not recorded. Um, you know, Dear Dear has our EP and our our full length album, which are both long. I mean, the EP I say EP, but it's like twenty eight minutes I think, and it's five songs, um, and the album is an hour I think. Um, so, uh, so because we have product in in the Dear Vibes sense and have done some stuff, uh, Michael J has kind of been on hold. So. I'm hoping to get like an album out for Michael J and the Foxes at least this year. Um, but I'm also writing a lot and very quickly. So I'm hoping to, I, I don't know. I have enough material to like put out like a double Michael J and the Foxes album and, and like hopefully get a, a solo album too for, for myself. But it would, I say solo, but it would just be like under Mikey vibe or, or whatever else, but it'd probably still be like a full band thing, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so no, go warm. Right. I saw some posts on that, but before uh, we move on to that, uh, just back in 2018, bro, because this is close to my heart. I just got a puppy. All uh-huh. right, half. Uh, he's a husky German Shepherd mix, uh, mix. and uh, I saw that. I guess you uh, back in 2018. I guess to this day, uh, you you've been helping support your sister with, uh, I guess, a grooming business, right? It's called Puppy Love. Yeah, Puppy Love Pet Salon. Yeah, man. Maybe I need yeah. to check that out because I, I just got a puppy. Yeah, yeah. She, she's here uh, between Kirby and Converse but by Justin High School. Uh, I mean, you know, that, that area. Um, it's a really nice place, and she, she does a really good job. So, Man, if, if I knew, Worm, that you were going to talk about that, I would have brought my mask on. She, I have a mask. <laughs> oh, shoot, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but hey, come here. Uh, I guess fast forwarding. Yeah, I there it the, is. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, nice. Got the little puppy on it. <laughs> nice. oh george does uh i guess your co-worker i guess mike's mom i guess she advertises that too i guess yeah they gave me a mask well actually i begged for a mask oh really <laughs> that's a cool logo i like it it's real cool hey guy i guess uh fast forwarding to 2020 man um of course i know covid this whole pandemic has been hard i saw in march uh march 2020 you had a show that was scheduled and you had to postpone it yeah, and um, and I I'm pretty sure you thought, oh, we'll be able to reschedule it. It's fine. And then, <laughs> and then in May 2020, you're like, fuck, no, it ain't going away. So you're just trying to figure out how to get through through the pandemic and all that. Uh, I mean, shoot, what was yeah. um, damn, what was that whole experience, man? Because I I know it affected a lot of people. And- yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, in general, with the with the bar industry and the and the service industry, uh, the music industry. Um, a lot of people are out of jobs. Uh, you know, I, I mean, in March, the, the bars had to close. And then, you know, for all of like the DIY mom and pop, you know, whether they're bars or, or, or just local people with their with their actual local businesses, you know, like. Um, not these big guys with the big money, but the other people, you know, like. Uh, uh, once we closed down, it was it's very hard to get back up again. You know, I mean, you can't we don't just have months and months of rent just sitting around, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, for anybody. Plus, even when you can back open up back again, it's kind of like I, it was that limited capacity. You know, those questions of like, is it even worth it? Can you pay your bills, pay your employees, pay for the cost of and then still be able to open back? up? Is it worth it at, at you know, 25, 50 percent of what you should be expecting to make at, at your capacity? At If it was the full time, now you're cutting it down. How do you make that work? You know, um, 
So yeah, I mean, it was definitely difficult. We we closed down in March, and we and we didn't we didn't bother back opening up. I mean, we we could have tried to a couple of times, but it was just you know those questions that were still up in the air, and and you know at that time too, right away with the way everybody is, you know, right now, everybody has a, an opinion on something, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like for better, for better or worse, it's like, you know, as, as a local business, you try to open and, and support the people that work for you and, and um, keep, keep the jobs there. And then uh, you know, but you also don't want to come off unsafe and like, you know, no matter how, how you do it at, the, at that time in, in March, March or April or May or whatever it was, you know, like, there was just too many things we didn't know, too many people freaking out and too many people not following the rules still, yeah, um, yeah. you know, and, and just trying to like fit, figure it all out to begin with. So um, we didn't really bother trying to mess with it. But that, I mean, you know, I have bartenders and, you know, it goes it goes down to like people working the door at bars, checking IDs. You know, those people don't get their little couple extra dollars a night you know, um, sound guys, uh, sound, sound women, sound people, uh, <laughs> you know, all of the, all, all of like the, you know, the, the people that come up and, and help clean and, and bar back and just, just everything, you know, a lot of positions that are, uh, you know, vital. And, and even like, even musicians like that go out and play their gigs at those, those restaurants that are, you know, just kind of having it as background music, music in the corner kind of thing or, the what like for tips like even if yeah. for tips obviously they're not gonna get right get yeah yeah so i mean that's just like you know a handful of jobs right there alone that you know we're all affected by what was going on so uh, i mean i know it's hit us pretty hard and we're we're trying to hang in there you know but we'll see we'll see what yeah. happens next <laughs> yeah well what i find sad and i know this is really recent so i, I hope you don't mind me bringing it up it's as i saw you post on january 1st of 2021 is that you officially announced that Ventura is officially closed, I guess, right? Right, right. And uh, as far as the music venue and, uh, you know, because right now still, too, with the music venues, there's not a lot of um, things that can be done. You know, Ventura is like a smaller space. We have a we have a patio that's right on the river walk and stuff like that, you know. But even even with trying to do any place trying to do any sort of safe social distance music event. It's just kind of out of the question or it just doesn't work very well. Um, and so, so yeah, as far as Ventura, the music venue, I, I just announced that it's closed. I have some other plans in the works, but it's kind of too soon to say, you know, I kind of want to keep things under wraps so we know what's going to happen. Um, but still working in this, in the location and uh, potentially and uh, have some new things in the works. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But it was mostly just to try to close off the year and be like, you know, Ventura's closed. We're over all of this stuff that's happened and, and happening, but we got we to gotta look forward to what, what else is going to come, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. Well, I'm sorry for that, though. But going back to your music, though, I thought, wait, 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 I'm going back to something positive, bro. No, okay, good, because you know what? You, you, you brought the I know, I know. <laughs> hey, hey, for my right here. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me but it's only positive. I was getting the negative out of the way. You know, maybe you wanted to express that because we were having such a good time. We were having such a good time. You brought it down. Look, no, no, I'm gonna bring it back up. (laughs) (laughs) My, hey, Mike. See, George doesn't understand music, bro. Sometimes you gotta gotta do the minor chords, then you do the major chords. (laughs) The climax to it, but George doesn't understand that. That's funny. He doesn't doesn't understand my logic. I don't. I I just listen. 
It's beyond his comprehension. It's all right. Anyway, <laughs> make me sad. Like I needed. I almost cried. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, going back to positive, bro. So going back to your music, Mike. So I saw in July. I guess you figured it out uh, how to get back into your music. Um, you did your first virtual concert in in the summer in July. How how was that? Um, yeah. Um, which one was that? I'm sure it was different. <laughs> or if you did multiple, I mean, just in general, doing virtual concerts. Because yeah. I know a lot of people are like, dang, well, this sucks not having an audience, but. Yeah, yeah. It's normal in a way. <laughs> sucks I, that I, it's normal for now, but. Yeah, yeah I've, done, I've done it two, two times, I think, or something. I mean, I guess the, the point for the virtual stuff is like, if you know ahead of time, it's very hard for people to to hear about something even online, you know, and be like, okay. And then all they have to do is get caught up in the moment and go do something else and, and not be there. If you're, if you're going somewhere, you can make plans. You're like, here's what we're going to do and all this. But if it's online, it's as easy as closing your laptop and being like, I forgot that I was going to go to, <laughs> I, I was good. I forgot what I was going to do and tune in at this, on this live stream for however That's long. Hilarious. You, know? Yeah. you know what? I got to go to, I forgot what I was going to say. Bye. <laughs> yeah so so like um so that's definitely the the most difficult part i mean you really have to have uh uh well i'm grateful that i have a, a bit of a audience and fan base that'll tune in you know uh we did one at uh i did one for the current and then um uh, we did one for cibolo live studios which is a studio here uh it's not in cibolo it's just called cibolo studios and um they've got a great setup and, and they're working with some great videographers. And I mean, it sounds really good. It looks really good. Um, so that was like really cool. But at that point too, it, it kind of becomes something you can go back to and watch rather than it, you're either there in the moment experiencing it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, not playing live in front of people is, is just, terrible i mean uh you know you can really you can really like feed off of people's energy when you're I was about in, to say you probably feed from the audience when they yeah. hear them clap or just whatever the reactions yeah when when we're playing like it like people bringing me whiskey shots every song Ooh, you know cool, like nice. it's, That's what's just, up. <laughs> it's just not the same thing anymore you know so uh, you should just give them your venmo account like hey send me <laughs> tips then as i'm yeah, yeah, the yeah. equivalent of a of a whiskey shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Equivalent. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, and then uh, um, I saw you post. Uh, I guess down memory lane. I guess it was November 2020. I guess you were reminiscing. I guess about uh, memories and uh, you mentioned a tour that you had in December 20, uh, 2013. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I guess the Orlando uh, was in Orlando or something like that. Yeah, I know there was there was one because uh, well that tour I know what you're talking about. I know okay. we played we, we played several we played several places in Florida and one of the the website that wrote about from some of those pictures was Orlando, but I think we were in somewhere else in Florida at the time. <laughs> they, they got it wrong. <laughs> uh, well, like I think the 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 guy Thank that was writing it. Yeah, the, the guy that was writing it was from Orlando writing about a pl something going on somewhere else or or vice versa. Oh, you know I, I mean, like, yeah, he just wanted Orlando to get credit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like part of the event was in Orlando and then part of it was going to be somewhere else. And we were on one of those shows. Uh, so it was kind of like a stay tuned for the next thing going on, too, or whatever. But it's crazy. I mean, yeah, those those tours were cool. You know, I mean, 
Yeah. So how is it being on tour? I like, you know, I wish to me, <laughs> I imagine something else. Like you're just touring <laughs> to different cities and you're yeah. just meeting all these different people and you just get different vibes from the audience and every, I mean, how is it to be able to tour and just meet other musicians that I guess you admire and all yeah. that? I mean, I'm sure there's definitely different, um, different expectations and, and different experiences for, for uh, bands on, certain on different levels and stuff like yeah, that yeah. you know but but for a band like you know just doing it by ourselves and and working with people that we know to network and, and setting stuff up um it's it's really very humbling i guess you know you kind of you kind of first of all i mean you know you you pack a a bag of clothes and you have your instrument and that's and that's it you know and, and mm. um that's and, crazy yeah that's your tool right yeah <laughs> and <laughs> You cross you cross your fingers and hope that uh the show that you're about to roll up to is has been situated well and uh, mm. that there's going to be some people there, but more more so than just like the people too, like just that that it's been situated well. You know, you, you can't drive. The, you always have those good shows and those bad shows. Those times where you uh, drive five five to ten hours and and the show is canceled or or somebody messed up the email and and you don't know what's going to happen. You know. Oh. Um, but then on the other side of that, you have those times where, where maybe something unexpected does happen, but you ran into somebody that is like, oh yeah, I got a show for you. And then you end up playing to a really large crowd that you had no idea what was going to happen, you know? Uh, awesome. and, and, and yeah, and it goes really well. Um, was there, there any major band, I guess, that uh, you opened up for or, or someone that you really liked that you got to open up for? Uh, any any place that any person that I've opened up for has been in town mostly. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, we we've played with a lot of bigger, well, not like bigger, bigger, but you know, indie rock bigger, um, uh, more in town uh, because of the promoters that we've worked with, and and you know, anytime anytime we get a call from somebody that knows they're gonna have a kind of indie rock artist or something that we would fit with. Um, fortunate to get those calls and be like, Hey, we think you're good for the slot, you know, cause it's a, it's a collaboration, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people with promoters or venues in general, you know, it's always one of those, like, can you sell tickets or something like this? I mean, there's, there's a, like the kind of a stigma and like the, the bands and, and promoters and venues, um, uh, communication kind of like everybody uses each other and that's kind of true, but if you're all, using each other equally then you're working together if it's only just like one way or the other then it doesn't really you know that at that point there's a problem you know what I yeah mean? yeah um but you gotta like uh so yeah so we've had some good in, in town experiences opening up for a lot of people um and uh yeah on the road on the road it's kind of just making friends playing with whoever you have to play you know what we've played with like a metal in the middle of a metal set and and uh or punk bands and um you know we'll always get at least some people be like, that was really cool. We had no idea this even existed, you know? And, um, but we, I mean, we had some great shows on the road and, 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 uh, and for sure, just some crazy experiences that uh, I think everybody appreciates for no matter how ridiculous or, or good or bad they have been, but mostly good, mostly good for sure. <laughs> nice. That's awesome, bro. Last, last post that I stalked you on, bro. So December, <laughs> December 21st, I'm just going to let uh, everyone know that's my birthday. So send me some money <laughs> on Venmo or something. December 21st, you posted you were invited to be part of, a, I guess, essay covers for a cause album. Remember sure. That? 
Yeah. And I think you might have mentioned a little bit earlier about that. Um, um, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, um, that's definitely just like good local people doing local things, uh, bringing it. Um, uh, I guess this is the second year they did it, which I wasn't really aware of till later on. But um, a couple of people got together and said uh, they want to, you know, again, it just goes back to everybody just kind of like somebody throws an idea out there. Let's get a compilation album of local bands playing Christmas tunes or whatever, or holiday seasonal tunes. And then um, That's, and, and all of them are from San Antonio, right? Um no, kind of. No. I don't know. I think so. I, I mean, I, I, I recognize most of the bands. There's only a couple that I hadn't either heard of or weren't too familiar with. So I'm not sure about some of them. Mm. But uh, I know that um, it was it was a good lineup, a good mix up of people, you know. Uh, uh, that whole that whole list of bands and stuff. Uh, the album's up for free now, I think, too, on Bandcamp. But it was cool. Because uh, I did like a Casey Musgraves cover, which oh, is nice. <laughs> super random. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like a, a huge fan or anything, but but I always appreciate like the writing of 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 stuff. So you know, I, what what song? Uh, what, I did. You know? I did a song called right. "Christmas Makes Me Cry," uh, and it's just a sad song. <laughs> but but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but the. Well, I was thinking of looking it up, but now. <laughs> well, the uh, the uh, or the the organizers worked with um, a local organization called uh, Para Mi Gente, and so they rate all the money that was bought. I think it was like over four hundred dollars in sales that went to this organization, and they helped turn it around and, and put it towards uh, the community and, and and people's needs in different ways. Um, they're not like. Uh, they're just a, a couple of people doing their thing. It's not like an official thing yet. I think that for some, um, they want to do things their own way. So, so they're just kind of a group of people trying to help other people out. So it's very cool. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, I felt like that alone was a good enough reason to be a part of it, but also, uh, you know, just to, again, it was during, uh, again, during COVID, you know, we, we want to try to do anything we can to express our music, express ourselves and that sort of thing. So it was for a good cause, Co uh, you know, covers for a cause, you know. No, yeah, definitely. That's what I love about San Antonio. A lot of people are always uh, finding ways to try to help out others, and and then local people are always finding ways to contribute. So, yeah, I love that about San Antonio. Definitely. So, yeah, bro. Well, that's the the extent to uh, my Instagram stalking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, yeah. We were talking about COVID and how it impacted you, and it got me thinking. Like, what if? Um, what if COVID ended tomorrow? Right, what can we look forward to from Mikey Vibe? Uh, well, a lot of music, a lot of music for sure. Um, you know, but I think uh, I think if 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 that were to if that were the case, um, you know, getting the business up and going again for sure. Uh, you know, there, there's a couple of things that we got to figure out, but. Um, I think just once you do it, it's very hard to like turn it into something else. You know, uh, I mean, like a turn turn a different page altogether. Like uh, you, you're making the you're working with people, making cocktail menus and, and book hosting these events and and doing all of this. And now I'm like, what am I gonna do? Go bartend at Chili's? You know, <laughs> like it, it's <laughs> like 
So it might, and I might, I might, you know, <laughs> if you see me, it should. It's not other question, yeah. But I'm just, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking more along the lines of like, obviously you have like two ventures yeah. that you dabbled in and you're, you've obviously made a success in both. And for whatever reasons, uh, you spend more time in one than the other. And then the, you know, stuff happened, life happened. If I could be selfish, I would say I would love for Michael Carrillo, Mikey Vibe, to focus on music and move forward. Yeah, and see where that goes. But do you think like you might go back into if you open up your bar, would you just focus on that and then maybe let? Every, I don't know. That's yeah, I'm trying to get. Well, I guess uh, you know, um, I think what COVID. I feel like COVID was like the world is over. We get it. <laughs> <Never mind>. uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just just a, a turning of a page that kind of made people start seeing things differently. They're, they're different priorities, and you know, if if everything had to change the way it did or will again, like what's important to people, and and not just not just family and stuff like that, but I mean, you know, with the with the schools, with the with the jobs, with how how people were living and have to live now. Um, so in that sense, in that sense, I'm like, yeah, let me just go on tour as soon as it's possible again. You know what I mean? Cause that's, cause that's what it, that kind of freedom, that kind of like, if everything shuts down tomorrow, okay. But at least for the next amount of time that I was able to, I was on the road playing music, you know? Um, cause that's kind of as best you as best as I could feel, or, you know, one of those fr very feel, uh, free feelings um, that, you know, if it wasn't for the, the pandemic, that's not something that could be taken away by money because you don't make a lot of money. You don't do a lot of this. It's, it's purely passion driven. Uh, and so in, in, in that sense, it's like once this is over, if it was over tomorrow, yeah, I mean, focusing on the music, focusing on the passion is is definitely like kind of that drive and i hope it is for everybody i think it is for everybody you know a lot of people at home now making candles and painting and feeling good i mean you know not you know finding their own ways their own creative outlets um in in everything that they're doing uh and i think people are realizing that's more important than you know what they can or can't do right now being being refined by you know restricted by what's happening you know so i mean I think we're learning more and more sitting in a room on a podcast, talking to people is, is, is great. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's artistic, it's creative and it's, it's an outlet sitting in a room playing guitar is an outlet. Um, you know, and if, if that ended tomorrow, I'd be out playing in a room full of people for free, you know, uh, if, if that's what it took, cause that's what I would want to be doing, you know? Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if it ended tomorrow, I think Worm will have a lot of problems because he's still going to want to be. I still want to wear my mask, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, just to let you know, bro. I... <laughs> oh, I wine just for you, bro. Too hard, too fast. Too hard, too fast, <laughs> too fast And uh, I, I, unless, I, unless George has uh, other questions, bro, I got one more important question for you. Actually, one before last... we ask that question, um, ask. where can somebody find your music? Either Deer Vibes, Michael J and the Foxes, or Mikey Vibe. Uh, this is a not the most professional answer, but you should follow me on Instagram at Mikey Vibe. 
because uh, I have all of my links to all of my music and I keep my Instagram most mostly up to date with either links to my music or links to any sort of uh, event or, uh, you know, uh, anything that I'm doing actively at the, at the time. So that, that kind of has links to Dear Vibes, to Michael J and the Foxes, to uh, anything I might be featured on or anything I'm working on currently. So at, at Mikey Vibe on Instagram, you know. There you go, at Mikey Vibes. It's true. He keeps it <laughs> updated. I stalked him on there. <laughs> hey, the that's professional. That's, that's yeah. a thing. <laughs> it's the day we're living in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. All right, Mike. Last question. Last question, bro. So do you have a too hard, too fast story that you want to share? <laughs> and by too hard, too fast, you know. Uh, I know what you mean. Uh, no. <laughs> no, just... And I don't know if you know this. So too hard, too fast is based on me because uh, in college, I would drink too hard, too fast. And George would tell me, hey, worm, you're going too hard, too fast, man. Calm down. Because I'd knock out by like 9 p.m. drunk, bro. <laughs> or just passed out in the corner on the floor. So Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, any story you feel comfortable sharing or if not about yourself, maybe about <laughs> someone else that you were with uh let's see i don't know i don't know or tell one about your when your mom went too hard to <laughs> um, oh man she, she would probably hate you george huh i don't know for sure there, there was this one uh dear vibe show this isn't really like too much, but I, I, I had just uh, broken up with my girlfriend at the time. And um, I mean, we were playing at a place called uh, the Corova, which is not even open anymore. So it was, this was a couple of years ago. And, uh, and I mean, I'm supposed to be being in charge of a lot of people kind of, you know, telling them what, what to do, where to, where to meet, where to set up and all of this. And uh and all I remember is on stage is, is just being on stage. And, and I, I just kept saying, Hey everybody, I'm single like a Pringle. And, <laughs> and I was just so like, I was just so devastated in my, in my head and, and, and the band was playing and, and I was like, thanks everybody. We're dear vibes. And just in case you're wondering, I'm single like a Pringle. And ev- like after every song at the end of it, I think I was like falling over a little bit. You know, I was like, single like a pringle thank you very much you know it's just like ridiculous but that's a that was a fun one where it was a little a little too hard for sure and, uh... dude that was good dude that was, that was awesome <laughs> it's hilarious yeah, i feel like so... that's something you would totally do back in college <laughs> yeah probably I, I actually uh, I am thinking of like one or two times where I've done that, but it's all good. <laughs> I I feel like I've yelled out a little a uh, few times going single ready to make. Oh, that's a that's that was funny. That's good. <laughs> oh, on that note, all right, it's been fun. Tuesday, Thursday, Michael Carrillo, Mikey Vibe has been hanging out with us, going too hard. Too fast. You just listened to his too hard, too fast story. Now we're ending things. He's gonna play us out one more time. So with that said, Worm, what are you gonna say? Mike single like a Pringle. Follow <laughs> him at Mike Vibes on Instagram. 
Boom. And with that said, thank you, Michael Correo, for hanging out with us, going too hard, too fast. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Do your thing, man. Yeah, this song's called Two Minutes. got the place mapped out and i'm so happy i could sing about it research has been done and in the paper girl you'll read about it we'll go guns a blazing till we hear the people shout everyone just hit the floor it's loaded ain't no doubt yeah give me what i want right now it's the old in and out Bank lies on the corner of 21st and Main. And if we can't get through it, we'll remember why we came. We got the gall to get it off, so now it's time to take the whispers and the stairs, girl. It's history we make. Well, this is where my hand starts to shake. is how we will win take the town in just two minutes well can't you see that I ain't running and it won't be long till they are coming me the town folk in the bars where we all love the sound of whiskey legs and money bags just rolling on the ground they'll love you till they hate you and their story's all the same and sometimes you just want to go where no one knows your name how long could it take to go insane with that old in and out Well, this is how we will win it. Take the town in just two minutes. Well, can't you see that I ain't running? And it won't be long. They all come here for me. They all come here for me. Where they all come here for me. Where they all come here. Thanks. Damn, bro, that was good, bro. Shoot. Perfect. Thanks for going too hard, too fast with us. See you guys. Next week. Está loco.